0: interesting. I mean, I've been fortunate enough where I've, I've had a lot of uh, international students and I've had some students from Russia and Ukraine, and they've echoed some of the same sentiments that that you've added. Actually, I had a one Ukrainian student that told me that they actually had never met. Uh, an African-American person until they came to the U.S. And then when we go into the Ukraine war and I learned about the, the nazification in Ukraine, I learned about the letter that was signed by people like Rokhana, where they said in 2018 that they were deeply concerned about the nazification, not just in Ukraine, but also in Poland, which all of a sudden they seem to forget about that letter now. Yeah. <laughs> it all started to make, to make more sense. But one of the things that I've wondered, I noticed something that I didn't notice before Ukraine is right next to Moldova. So then I started to think about something else when I hear people talking about uh, Ukraine corruption, particularly Zelensky uh, as well, using U.S. aid, using some of these dollars for things that are not a part of this conflict. And I honestly have to ask, I know that Moldova also has an issue with corruption. And and funnily enough, I learned about that from 90 Day Fiance, where there was a cast member who was from Moldova and he was telling his fiance that when you come to my country, you have to understand there's a lot of corruption that happens in Moldova. And I was once a part of that at some point in time. So there may be things that you hear, et cetera. I wonder if some of the corruption from Moldova in some way made its way to Ukraine. Do you know anything about that or about the corruption that has been claimed about Zelensky, for example, about him using dollars for other purposes instead of the war?
1: Yeah. I mean, look, Moldova is a corrupt nation. Romania is a corrupt nation. That region uh, had a lot of corruption, but Ukraine is corrupt on its own right. It's not as though moldova was a diseased entity that infected ukraine it might be the other way around moldova might have had a chance except it was living next door to ukraine which from its very inception has been the most corrupt place in in the world from the very beginning you know a, a lot of people talk about you know they they there was a uh, an agreement i think it was it's either the budapest or the bucharest agreement um i I, it might be budapest agreement but in 1994 where ukraine agreed uh to give up its nuclear arms um you know this is the legend they gave up their nuclear arms and with the guarantee of security and everybody's like so russia now has violated that and ukraine would have better up been better off having nuclear weapons because the west has abandoned it and i always point out to people that a ukraine never had nuclear weapons never there were soviet weapons and when the soviet union collapsed the russian federation said there are weapons nuclear weapons and ukraine never had the ability to fire them all the codes the launch codes uh, the 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 locking mechanisms were all controlled by the russians and the russians made it clear to the ukrainians you make a move on the nukes we kill you all it isn't going to happen so the ukrainians never owned them uh what they agreed to is that they would dispose of them, uh, either return them to Russia or have international inspectors come in and remove them. And this was part of Ukraine's acknowledgement that in order to be part of the international community, they had to agree to join the non- nuclear non-proliferation treaty, which means they forswore being a nuclear power. Uh, they agreed to this all up front, but then the Ukrainian governments run around, they go, how can we get more money? This is the honest to God's truth, Sabrina. How can we get more money? we're going to blackmail the world we're going to say we ain't giving up these nukes until you pay us pay us money and so they sat there and became a giant grift and they sat there and, and you know it took more money from the west more money from the west more and finally russia came in and said we're tired of this game here here's all the money you asked for let's get rid of the nukes we're done but it was a grift Ukraine is a giant grift. There's not been an honest day of governance in Ukraine. The oligarchs in Ukraine are some of those corrupt and some of the most violent. When I was a UN weapons inspector, I went to Kiev in 1997. Uh, we we're going there to try and talk to Ukrainian government to stopping the work of this Ukrainian arms dealer who was basically... Taking apart the weapons factories that Ukraine had and selling the production equipment to Iraq, to Libya, to other nations. And we wanted to get them to intervene to stop. Oh, man, just, just the, the. It's not government like you think it is. It's government of what can you do for me? And I was an American, but I was a UN employee the whole time I was there, whether it's from Kuchma, the president, on down to the intelligence service. Every meeting was, hey, Now, we'll do this, but can you put in a good word for us to join NATO? Can you help us get into NATO? And I'm like, I'm a UN official. I can't help you get into NATO. I don't represent the United States of America. Yeah, but you're an American, right? You can do this, right? And I'm like, no, I really can't. But you're saying yes, right? No, I'm really saying no, I can't. I had to get out of there. I had to get out of there because it was so corrupt. I was told by someone that I'm really angering people because I'm not playing the game and that my life could be at risk. Uh, that's how corrupt this place is it's a disgusting cesspool of corruption and criminality that that occupies the highest levels of of government and has occupied from day one the oligarchs run the country you know Zelensky was an actor he was in the show called servant of the people um and 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 it's a fascinating show because um he, he played a common man who became president he was a teacher and he became president and then because of this show the ukrainian people thought he could be president because he played one on tv so they elected him to be president but the when servant of the people starts it's basically showing this room with i think four or five you know faceless men who are running the country and they're talking about the deals they're cutting what they're going to do that's how ukraine's run if you think it's about the parliament the will of the people nope it's about the oligarchs getting together and divvying up power and it's always been that way Zelensky was brought in by an oligarch to do exactly what he's doing right now he is not the representative of the people he's not a servant of the people he is the servant of the oligarchs which means he's a servant of the powers that are using the oligarchs to pursue policies inside ukraine it's always been corrupt it will never be a democracy as long as this system exists the one good thing about this war is it will probably break that system. A Russian victory will probably result in the defeat of this corrupt entity that's known as Ukraine, and whatever emerges after that might, might have a chance of normalcy.